There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. I'm your host, Desmond. And I'm your other host, Rose. And this is our one-year episode. Woo! Unfortunately, it's just the two of us for the one year, but... Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. That's how we've made it to one year. Yes. We've had to uh, do what we have to do. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes it means only two people, sometimes it means three, but that's the way it works. Anyway, we are not doing an extravaganza show. Uh, We are doing a normal show because one year is great, but we're going to make it to 40. Yeah. So, that's the plan. We're going to be doing this when we're old. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe even dead. (laughs) Maybe even dead. Podcasting beyond. Oh yeah, I'll be an EVP. You can just record it. Yeah, we'll we'll do the whole like, Desmond. We know your spirit is here. Say anything if you have an opinion. There you there you go. A Ouija board. Ouija board. (laughs) We'll we'll record the Ouija boarding. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, unfortunately, we have to start this podcast with horrible news (sighs) because apparently 2017 is related to 2016. Old, so that's a thing. We so we got to this age where celebrities that we knew know and love from quite a long time ago that we grew up with are just gonna get old and pass away because that's the way people that's the way people roll. That's how that's what happens. It is unfortunate, and especially because like I feel like moving forward with the baby boomers, that's a huge part of our population in America. Yes. Um, and we have to face facts that a lot of our stars, a lot of our childhood heroes are of that generation. I mean, personally, I know last year when John Glenn passed, that was Alan Rickman was unfortunate. I felt like, yeah, because uh, it's cancer. Yeah, the the worst the the worst ones for me, the one that hit me the hardest was Alan Rickman, Gene Wilder, and then of course Carrie Fisher. I mean, Carrie Fisher, I, I feel bad, but she she lived a hard, fast life. And, it's true, um, she did. I feel like she had no regrets. Yeah, definitely no regrets. And Gene Wilder had it. He I was mean, quite old. He, he was, was he was old, but he also had been suffering from Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah, he yeah. he'd been staying out of the public for so long because of it. And I kind of came to grips, I guess, on losing him when um, Richard Pyre passed. Yeah, because I always, you know, picture them together. So when that happened, I knew they they were they were together again. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to see that show. Uh, <laughs> yep. And so the unfortunate news is that John Hurt has passed. Uh, you may know him from Aliens or as the War Doctor or any of another billion Harry Potter. Yeah, roles. he was a lot. He was in a lot of shows. I think he, I think I read somewhere he acted over sixty years. Wow, now that's a that's quite a legacy. Like he definitely left behind a lot for us to to love him for and. Um, I really liked him in Doctor Who. He was in one uh, special, and I yeah, yeah it and did a really good job. It was amazing because you know what? I that's my thing. If he had been, I I wish he had been more part of the universe. Uh huh. Had been a doctor, or at least featured more, because he's probably my favorite doctor. Yeah, even just for that little bit that he was in there. The story is just so much more compelling, and we don't know anything about Doctor Who's past, and it's. Yeah. He, he portrays it so well. He's such a good actor. He's a strong actor. Definitely. Um. So even in Hellboy, like his role was small, <laughs> yeah. But he, he had life in it. Well, it's like Alivander was a tiny, tiny role, but right. everybody loves him. Like everybody. Remembers. That's what he did. That's how he's a good actor yeah. because whenever you see him, you knew it was going to be quality. Yeah. And you know we lost him, so that, I guess it is what it is. But it's sad to say it. Um. We also lost uh, the founder of Namco. Yeah. Who was a pioneer, Pac Man, everything. Um, Masaya Nakamura. Uh, yeah, Masaya. I had to look at it. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. He's a. Uh, I mean, what do you say? He was old. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was at that age. I yeah. I hate saying that. I, 
I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> but hearing it, I was like, oh, He's no. Like, oh, dang. Because I have a great respect for, like, the history of gaming. Yeah. And what he did in Pac-Man. What can I say? It's Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Paku Paku. That's all you need to say is Pac-Man. Yeah. And gave us one of the greatest moments in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. And Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, it's, it's sad that we're losing them because they're heroes, but yeah, it's worse because, uh, you know, we just know there's going to be a whole rest of the year. We've made it. Yeah. We've made it through one month <laughs> and I month. can count like four people already. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. She passed away too. And That's I true. Think I forgot that was a couple of others since, as well. Yeah. This month. I mean, I think we touched on Mac from uh, Future Weapons and Deadliest Warrior. Yeah. He also oh, wow. passed away. He was super young. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's been it's been a rough ride so far. Uh, one month down. Yeah, that's Let the one joy, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> since we're on bad news, I don't know if this is bad news. It maybe it's dumb. News. I don't know what the cause of it is, but uh, Sony apparently is writing off a billion dollars. Just just checking it off there. Yeah, like we lost a billion dollars. Yeah, they're, and they're in the movie, it's the Sony movies, and they're Sony saying movies. they're blaming it on home video and Blu-ray and all, saying that didn't happen. We thought it was going to happen; it didn't happen. So it's not like the the film. It's not the film. Well, so it's the films too. But yeah. I mean, uh, Monster Trucks just recently oh, came yeah. out. Have you heard about? <laughs> yeah. So Monster Trucks, this stupid idea. <laughs> uh. They, they wrote, I can't remember who made it. I can't talk my head. It wasn't Sony. They straight up were like, oh, we lost that money. We just, they just they wrote it, it off. I mean, like a lot of people think they maybe made it as a write-off to make. Because the story goes that this executive's kid was like, here's an idea. This four-year-old, like he axe-copped it and was like, yeah, I made this. And then the guy's then like. I looked at it, said, yes. We're going to make this a movie. And they did. And then, the end of it is they can write it off, so it works. It works, whatever. Man, I wish I could just write off a billion dollars. Like, yeah, I lost that money, no big deal. Uh, you know, just another day. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Mysteriously missing a billion uh, you, you, want, you want some more bad news? Oh, great. No, well, I don't know yes, if it's bad no. news. Uh, it's news. Okay. Ben Affleck. Has decided that he is not going to direct the Batman. Oh. He's still going to produce it. He's still going to be the Batman. But he ain't going to direct it. So that probably means it's not up to his caliber of what he would want it to be. So he doesn't want to direct, have his name on it as a director? Yeah. I mean, that's that's my solid guess. I think we talked about it last show when it was you and yeah. I. That, uh. He the, their timeline like what is what is WB gonna do if you know the movies need to flow you know the spikes must flow and it's not up to <laughs> it's not up to snuff and apparently this is what happens it's been Affleck goes well well you need to cash a Batman check I'm more than willing to cash a check for being Batman but you're not putting my name on it oh so that doesn't lead me to believe that it's going to be really good unfortunately I mean. Ben Affleck as a filmmaker, as a producer, writer, director, has a lot more street cred than Ben Affleck, the actor. That's true. And he's still got street cred as Ben yeah. Affleck, the actor. It's just he doesn't have uh, Academy Awards. As an actor, right. Well, I, does he? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say no. I don't think I should he know does. that, but I'm I, when I said it, I was like, maybe Ooh. he does. Nope, he doesn't. <laughs> I just ran through it in my head. Nope, he doesn't. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it's scary because I was really hoping that this... The Batman was going to be really, really solid. That they'd have something that he'd go, yes, I love this. I want to do this. But no, apparently not. Yeah, because um, I read something else. I, didn't, I don't think I brought this up earlier. But, um, you know, Deathstroke. We got those shots yeah. of Deathstroke. Yeah. He's going to be in Justice League or Batman. Apparently now he's like, oh, Joe Manganiello, the guy that was going to be him. I think that's his name. Tweeted out or... Facebook or whatever was like, oh yeah, glad everyone loves the test shots from my costume fitting for maybe a thing. Like totally goes clarifying like this is not, I'm not in a movie for sure. Oh. So we don't even know. You know what he's going to be. Yeah. And that kind of worries me because I was like, I'm down with the dark 
gritty villain that we yeah. can, but now it's just either going to be a weird like character villain like the penguin uh-huh. or the riddler <laughs> or something off the wall and zany like well not maybe not zany just off the wall like anarchy Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. We Bane was basically anarchy. Yeah. So I don't know, but it does not bode well uh, womp, for womp. the Batman. Um, what else is there? You have news? Um. Oh yeah. So uh, speaking of Doctor Who with the late uh, John Hurt, so Peter Capaldi announced that this is going to be the last season of him as the Doctor. Do you like his Doctor? I do. I really do. I was. I... I do. Yeah. I, you know, those first couple episodes I thought were rough, but I yeah. feel that way. With most of them at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And for a while, like David Tennant even, I know everyone, yeah. everyone I loves had, the Yeah, t- a rough patch for me as well because yeah. I just started watching Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston. That was the first time I started watching it, like many people, because it's the reboot. Mm-hmm. But the first couple of episodes with Tennant, I was like, mm, I don't know. Eccleston is my, fa- we, we were talking about this earlier, Eccleston is my favorite Doctor because he has multiple episodes yes it's like it's 12 <laughs> episodes uh but john hurt you know yeah. is my favorite doctor he just doesn't have enough episodes he only has one yeah so david Tennant, i know that was the one that fangirls all over it's the world still my favorite like i really love eccleston and he's my first doctor but i david Tennant is definitely my favorite um you know i just i i don't know uh he grew on me he grew yeah. on me a lot i i mean i'm not gonna lie i cried when i saw him you know, regenerate. I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> right in the feels. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that he had he I think part of the problem for me, not to get Doctor Who sidetracked, but why not? Yeah, why not? We're a nerd podcast. Yeah. Uh, they put Billy Piper with it. Yeah. At the beginning. Uh-huh. Billy Piper at the beginning with Christopher Eccle- with Christopher Eccleston was a horrible choice because she was not of the caliber of acting. Yeah. That he was. Right. But they grew together, and the characters grew together, and it went really well. Yeah. Then when David Tennant came in, she outpaced him. And for the first handful of episodes, I could not stand seeing them on screen together because she was just acting circles around him. Yeah. And he was still trying to figure trying out. Trying to fit into his character. Yeah, yeah. and we were, still, we were still trying to figure out his character, so it really didn't work. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith never had that problem for me. Really? No. I, I Matt Smith from the beginning... You to liked the him? end, I liked. Well, yeah, and I think it's because he was more of a traditional doctor to me. He was more of the kooky, off the wall, bouncing around everywhere kind of. He, Remind me yeah. a bit of like Todd Baker. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. The fourth doctor, and that's my fa- that's my favorite doctor from the old series. Mm-hmm. I like Christopher Christopher Eccleston because he's darker, and that's not something that you normally get in the Doctor. Yeah, and he played it off the cuff a lot, and I like that. Um, when I was a kid, we had we had CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting. Yeah. And so we got BBC a lot more than, I guess, people in the States did. I lived in Montana. I was yeah. here, but I was so close to the so border to Canada. that we got the... We got the <laughs> so I could watch it. Yeah. And I would watch it. Um, well, my dad used to watch the old Doctor Who's, too, and he lived yeah. in Texas. So, I mean, you yeah. can get him. No, I know. It played on, like, PBS Public Access and, like, yeah. BBC America. But I don't think it was, rep, like... As big. Yeah, as there big. it would play, like, Thursdays and... Sundays and Mondays, like you could catch it like almost all the time. And, yeah, yeah. At night, you could like when night TV came on, it was just Doctor Who reruns over the. Yeah. So I, I, Matt Smith was okay. I didn't mind. You know, I that whole season. The, my problem with that season is not Matt Smith; it's Moffat. But um, the, I think that's the problem with Capaldi. Really, that's the thing. Like, I like. Um, I I really liked. Capaldi, I like him. I, I was really interested in him from the beginning because I was really excited for an older doctor to kind of go back to the the original feel of the. the I think he's the oldest series. doctor. Yeah, I think Is so. He? I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't know. What was the the first doctor was pre- was played by a gentleman who was pretty. I think he's the same age. If my Whovian knowledge holds up, I think he's the same age. See, I was really excited about that, and I do like him a lot, and he grew on me pretty quickly. Um, The series, the season itself sort of petered out for me towards the season finale, and there's some parts that I really liked about the season finale, and there were parts that I hated about the season finale, the first one with Capaldi. Yeah. And I haven't watched any of the other seasons yet, but um, so I'll, I'll give myself time to catch up on that. And but I mean I'm kind of bummed that I'm, that Peter Capaldi's leaving. On the other hand, I still have a couple of seasons to watch before 
He's yeah. gone. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. Like, are they going to um, go in the same direction, get an older gentleman? Are they going to get somebody younger again? Uh, are they going to do, like, I don't know, because really you could do anything with the Doctor. I know some yeah. people have played with the thoughts of uh, what if they did a female Doctor? What there's if a they did big a, push. Yeah, what if they did a, a Doctor with a, of a different race? There's a, there's a big push to have... Uh, all kinds of different doctors, but mostly a woman, a person of color, or uh, a different nationality. Yeah. Because uh, the show has such a large fan base in America now. Yeah. People are kind of like, thinking. Where's our American doctor? Yeah, somebody said like uh, Aziz Hanazari. <laughs> oh my god! I saw that on an online article when I was, I clicked on the Peter Capaldi leaving at the mm. end of 2017. And it said. The, the, their number one pick and I was like no uh, no I don't think Aziz like I like Aziz but I don't think that he'd be good at being a doctor I'm really maybe a companion I think he'd make a pretty good companion as a one time I don't think I could deal with him the whole the whole yeah, season maybe a like a one off like every other every now and then episode type of companion yeah like uh, what was his name uh, like James uh, yeah James Cordry is that it is that the guy uh, the older man the older man which one no 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 the guy that does the singing cars singing cars no that does the karaoke the car ride karaoke the late night guy oh yeah yeah that is james corden yeah he's yeah yeah i know who that is yeah he's was in a couple of episodes yes yeah, he did it he had his baby in the cyberman yeah, showed yeah. up yeah that one yeah something like that that'd be perfect have him show I up could like do that. every every like maybe twice a season you know they uh they introduced my favorite candidate for the doctor already yeah and she can't be the doctor well maybe she could be alex kingston who plays uh, River Song? Yeah, I think she'd make a good doctor. She would have. I don't think she can do it now. Maybe now because it'd be really weird. But I really enjoy her. Yeah. And I thought that the way she played River was fantastic. Yeah. So like I have problems with River Song. If you've read our our that what was it the podcast we did about yeah. things I hate that everybody yeah. else loves, but it is in no way Alex Kingston's fault. I no, love her. And I love her acting. Yeah, that's and she's a, the only reason why I had mo- have moments where I don't hate the characters because of her. And that's exactly right because, like I said before, you said you thought you thought it was Stephen Moffat. I agree. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. He was great when he started, and then I think he got too much inside his own head. Yeah, and he tried to make it too interwoven, too complex. Yeah, because you can see it progress from like this is definitely Doctor Who. To, okay, now this is a different Doctor Who, and it's great. And that's when everyone loved it. And then he's like, well, I can just keep spinning this ball of yarn. Until it's a big, giant cluster. No one knows what's going on. And that I think that the (laughs) midway through the River Song, about the time that Roar at the Museum, when Rory becomes a centurion. Yeah. That's about the time he gets way too far in his own mythos. Yep. And just, it loses it. Because River Song's story is great. The character is amazing. When they go back and they, uh, Hitler, and yeah. they have the men, you know, the, yeah. little, the people inside, and they, re- that episode where she regenerates is yeah. amazing, and then That's she the gives thing, them the like, regeneration. When we got to the, when we got to the, 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 um, the whole re- reveal yeah. of who her yeah. character was, I was like, "That's awesome." No, yeah. I was like, "What even?" Uh, that 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 episode, "A Good Man Goes to War." Yeah. Is like one of the best episodes, I would say, in all of the Doctor Who's that I've seen. It's it's, it's up there. definitely up there in like maybe the top ten, top twenty of my favorites, and it's even written by Moffat. And I don't like Moffat, but that's still one of my favorite episodes. But I think that that's the problem is that that's the start of the downhill. Yeah, is right around that range. Like in there, things go down. That Christmas special, that Christmas special <laughs> is probably my favorite Christmas really? special. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's a true Doctor Who story and not just a Christmas story. Yeah. I Everything after that is just a solid fall off mm-hmm. into this well that he dug. But Peter Capaldi does a great job. Yes, like, he does. It's, it's like when somebody, it's like watching somebody <laughs> jump off a bridge and you know they're going to hit the pavement. So they're like doing. But he's doing like the most beautiful swan dive yes. in the world. Yes. And two, he was like double, double backflip, a full tuck. Lay out, and then it's like, and splat. And he's going to hit that concrete, but all the judges are going to be like, 10. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I'm... So, yeah, no matter who they pick for the doctor, 
Can Stephen Moffat not be the writer he's not. anymore? He's not going to be the oh, showrunner. There's God. a new showrunner at the... I can't remember his name. But the, he already had said he was stepping down, but there's going to be a new showrunner Good. Uh, with the new Doctor. So the new Doctor will have a new showrunner. And that, I think that's going to be the make or break. Yeah. Because yeah. Doctor Who has dropped off a lot in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it holds up after this change, we'll decide whether or not it has a run of know, Whether it's going years. to last again. Yeah, whether it's yeah. going to be as successful as the other one. Yeah. The first version. Yeah, because the first version ran for how long? Oh, uh, 29 years or so, 30 it's crazy. years. Crazy. I mean, from the 60s, like 1965, I want to say. To like the 80s. Yeah. Jeez. And then it died, and then it came back in the early 2000s. Yep. So maybe if this one dies again, it'll come back when I'm old. Or the early, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 2020s 2020s the late 2020s late 2020s yeah. yeah i i could i could do with the i could do with the rest i mean there are breaks we didn't get one last season yeah or 2016 right we got 2014 was capaldi 2015 was capaldi yes and then this year so that's just yes. three seasons three seasons so that's Four a years, good three, yeah. that's a good run that's a that's not bad so be interested to see what they do next like they've already they did that whole thing with the master where he was he um, regenerated into a female. Yeah, I mean, the Master, it's been an interesting storyline. Yeah. I like the female Master. It yeah, works really well with Capaldi's Doctor. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest hurdle would be maybe we should focus more on the Doctor's history. I know there's always been this, we shouldn't do that because they did that with like the Fifth Doctor and the Seventh Doctor. I think we should. Yeah. Because at this point, this this mythology has become too complicated to yeah. wound up and like i said the john hurt episode is my favorite uh doctor episode because yeah. it lets us see it actually already did get angry yeah um i don't know what you can do about that i'm not saying we should have a spinoff or something like but maybe we focus and uh, that's the that's the story arc for this year instead yeah. of like river song or bad wolf or any yeah. of the master we focus on somebody knows the doctor's pat like somebody bad, not just the master. Yeah. Who is obviously they have a history and they're they don't really hate each other. They're just working against each other. Yeah. We need somebody that's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell the universe Yeah. Everything about you, who you really are, what your true nature is. And instead of just threatening with that, actually do, do it. it. Yeah. So we learn what the doctor's big bad secret is. That why after he left the academy he did whatever. Is he really the other? Did he found Gallifrey? Like some theories say it. I want to know. Yeah. As a Whovian, I have to know what's going on. Yeah. Also, we could, we could bring back K-9. Yeah, bring back K-9. See, that's the other thing that I missed whenever we got into uh, the Matt Smith Doctor was that they never really went back to any of the other companions that they had in the tenant seasons and before. And yeah. even like for a one-off or like a... Every now and then. Like, I would love... I, it's probably because he's so busy, but I would love to see John Barrowman again. I would not. Really? Oh, I love Captain Jack Harkness. I cannot. Oh, no. He is one of my least favorite people on the, on the oh, show. Oh, I love him. Him, You know what? It's okay, because I'm, I'm probably wrong, because Sarah J is not, not... Does not do anything for me, either. Yeah. Like, I, I understand why her series flopped was not a thing. But didn't she pass away? Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I feel did. bad. I don't want to, I'm not going to speak ill of the dead, but of the character. <laughs> it wasn't your thing. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. Like, Torchwood wasn't my thing. Yeah, I didn't get into Torchwood. It, it became a series, but I watched, like, I watched the first, like, eight to ten episodes. Yeah. And I was like, the whole time I was like, I don't like any of these characters. And the one character that I came to watch the show for, which was John Berman, <laughs> yeah. is in it, like, <laughs> no. 15% of the time. Exactly. I was like, this is not anything this is, so i stopped watching it because i was like this is not but he's immortal i did like that idea yeah that he, that he lives forever yeah i thought that was pretty cool the story arc is fine i just don't like uh, captain jack's fine yeah john berman i think i don't like really you yeah. don't like john berman yeah well i you know what nathan field same way with me really i cannot stand the guy i love nathan like his Philly. face just looks so punchable to me <laughs> Punchable and, and faces. He, I like some of his roles. Like Castle's fine. Yeah, I liked him a lot in Castle. Um, what's I can't. Uh, Doctor Horrible sing along. Yes. Like, he's, 
he does a fine job. It's just I see him. Like, I'm like, I can punch that guy. I want to punch that guy. I'm going to punch that guy. So I can never go to, like, a con where he's going to be. Cause... Oh, I can't, I really want to go to a convention where he's going to be at. You should, but I shouldn't. You I, shouldn't because no. you might accidentally punch him. You should him. just, if you're listening to this, Mr. <laughs> Phelan, I, I love your work. But you should definitely take out a restraining order just in case I happen to. I don't know what it is about you. You just look a little too glib. A little too glib. I think that's it. I think you got a handsome face, sir. I would never punch it. It's not. It's not. That's not an unhandsomeness or overhandsomeness, <laughs> either. It's just uh, the way he looks. Just a punchable face. Punchable. <laughs> uh, so you know what? The one thing I hope they don't do is try to reboot Doctor Who. Like reboot. They kind not of not hard reboot. Even just like with you know they've kind of done it. Moff. That's what I mean by Moff yeah. fell off in his own hole. He kind of was like. Reconned a lot of important things yeah. to tie into his version of the Doctor. Right. So I hope they can undo some of that. I don't yeah. want to see them even try to like soft reboot it or hard. I mean, they, I don't think you can hard reboot it. No, probably not. No, I think after <laughs> fifty years, you're probably uh, stuck. You got you got a thing going. You just got to stick with it. But who knows? They, they rebooted Star Trek. That's true. They so. did. Um. But yeah, hopefully it's good. I would like to see, other than doctors and everything else, like the companions, I'd like to see non-Earth companions. Yeah. Because like there's aliens and other worlds out there. And granted, the whole thing is that he's protecting Earth, so that's why he has an Earth companion to kind of take him through Earth. But it'd be interesting, I think, to see a, an alien companion, even if it's just for a few episodes. Or a caveman companion. Caveman companion. Maybe somebody from like a different time era completely or... Because yeah, he has to have had them, right? Yeah. I mean, one, he was banished here for what, like a hundred years? Right. And then the other thing is the word for doctor in our language according to River Song is because of the doctor intervening in human history so many times. That's why we right. have doctor. So he's been around. Right. He had to have taken a... We know he has companions. He yeah. had to have taken a companion. Yeah. I would like to see it. Or maybe, you know what would be interesting? Uh, the first Doctor had a granddaughter. Yeah. Susan. Yeah. Maybe she has kids and he can travel. Right. With one of his own great grandkids. Yeah, I mean, why not? She she didn't die or anything. They just, she wanted to leave the show, so she, yeah. she just or, left. Or, you know what would be interesting? Meet your grandfather and it's a woman. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be very Doctor Who, I think. <laughs> that would be a super Doctor Who moment. Like, this is, here's your grandfather, and, like, he regenerates while he's in there, like, whatever happens. Uh-huh. He's like, I've come to say goodbye. I've, there's something I've put off forever. We don't know what it is. And he opens the door, and he's like, hello, Susanna. And then something bad, like, he's been poisoned, and we didn't know it and all along through the season. It's been slowly hinted at, and yeah. now it's revealed and he's there to make amends with his family because he thinks he's not going to regenerate. Regenerate, yeah. Because he doesn't know how the regeneration through the rift thing works. Yeah. And they're like, your grandfather's right through here. And they open the door and it's a woman. And they're like, uh, yeah. mom, what? And then, no, but well, she's like Gallifreyan. Yeah. So she knows when she sees him that right. they, who it is. You know, they can, they tell, can tell each other. They can tell each other, yeah. The body thing doesn't affect them. Yeah. So. So they're like, oh. Your grandfather is currently your grandmother. This is your grandfather. <laughs> I, I actually really like that idea. Yeah, now. that'd be hilarious, I think. If anyone's listening, I'll take a job writing Doctor Who. Right? Um, <laughs> oh, I said reboots. Yes. Uh, there's two stories. Do you want to hear the story? It's movie news. Okay. The one that is possibly getting a reboot or the one that should get a reboot? Let's go with should get a reboot. All right. There's going to be a seventh Chucky film. Oh. I think it's the seventh one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I wrote that in my notes here. It's called The Cult of Chucky, which actually sounds pretty badass. It does. But it's a Chucky movie, which I love all the Chucky movies. Oh, you uh, I've never the... been into them that much, but I think it's because I was just at that super young age when they came out oh, yeah. the first time. And, so, and my parents were very... Do not watch scary movies when you're this young. So um, I didn't ever watch them. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely recognize the fact that they're a, a scary cult phenomenon. So that'll be interesting. The cult movie is yeah. the cult of Chucky. The cult like of, yeah. yeah. It's, so yeah. it definitely fits and it'll probably be at least hilarious. That's See, that's the thing <laughs> is like the Bride of Chucky, the Seed of Chucky, like over 
the child's play movies. I like them. Yeah. Was it Bride of Trekkie with uh, Jennifer Tilly where she appears, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. I've seen that one. It's horrible. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I say great. We're talking cult movie status. Yeah, we're talking about like movie horror. horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, as, as far as those B-movie horror movies go. We're talking Leprechaun and Space Good. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Jason X? Yeah. Oh. Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, uh, there's the Jason Space. Yeah. Jason. The Jason in Space one. Jason versus Freddy. That's I've seen the of Jason in Space one where that's, he turns that's into another, a power That's ranger. another good one. <laughs> All these horrible, but you have to watch horror movies. You have to watch them because they're hilarious and they're yeah. That, I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. Is you're either you you either buy in or ter- and are terrified, or you don't buy in and you laugh your ass off. Yeah, either so way. So great movies and Child's Play, I feel like embraces that completely. Yeah. The gore is over the top. The, the idea they they know that a doll. Murdering people is a stupid right. idea. Possessed but it's still, by the, the spirit of a serial, serial killer, killer pedophile guy is not... <coughs> evil dude is not the best idea in the world. So, yeah. Dude, they, if you can make an idea... If you can make a bad idea into a... Oh, is it multi-million dollar? Multi... Yeah. Million dollar movie franchise? Oh, I can... You're doing a pretty good job I'm if you sure. if you can make money off of something that's a terrible idea. They are they are making money. They make yeah. money. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think I'll I'll laugh my butt off when I see the trailer. Oh yeah, I'm sure the trailer. And I'll be like, oh be my gosh, here it is. <laughs> well, I'm going to see the cult of Chucky. Like maybe there's because I just imagine like a legion of dolls. Yeah. Where they're like maybe oh, like yeah. murdering people and getting them into their the doll like, like war war yeah like war the planet they yeah but, but with, with dolls. dolls. <laughs> Probably be better than those monkey movies. I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're, I think they're apes, <laughs> apes but for movies. legal reasons, they're 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 the war of the planet of the monkeys. War of the planet of the monkeys. War of the planet. War of, the, of the planet of the movies that won't stop being made. James Franco was good in his. <laughs> He's good in everything, though. In my he opinion. is. I he like really him. is. So James Franco. I don't know when this this movie is coming out, but I want to see it. They're doing the the um, the movie based off of that book, the Disaster Artist. Yes. With uh, it's a it's based off of the movie, The Room. It's the making of the room. Yes. And he's playing Tommy Wiseau. He's playing Tommy Wiseau. Yes. And so I don't know when that's coming out, but I've seen like cl- I've not clips, but I've seen like still pictures of like them. Yeah, it's happening. And characters, it's happening. And his accent is really on point. Is I don't it? Know. Did you, um, your roommate, you said, read The Disaster yes. Artist, because I told you I read it and I recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to see this thing. Because it's like The Room. Even if it's a train wreck, it will be amazing. It'll be hilarious. And it's got James Franco in it. And it's got James Franco. So. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, have you ever seen the interview? Yes. Okay. You know the scene where he, they're doing the actual interview? Uh-huh. And he starts singing Katy Perry. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious, right? It is. Uh, but hold on. We're, we're, we're at my house actually filming. We're finally in a room yeah. all together for once. So I'm going to show Rose something that's hilarious if I can find it. Because uh, I ask about James. I'm not just saying I like James Franco and the interview or anything. But... Um, Here's what I sent my wife last in Messenger. The Katy Perry. I did the Katy Perry. What? Why are you doing this? Oh, he's just singing. He's singing her the Katy Perry song. song, Just like in in type. And it ends with the the hate us because they hate us. With uh, James Franco. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry. He's a genius. (laughs) I will hear no ill of the man. (laughs) He's really good. And I mean, like. Oh, he's amazing. And he, the fact that he was filming, what was it, Spider-Man 2 at the same time he was like full, f- like full time going to an Ivy League yeah. college and also doing like six other things. It's like. He's crazy talented. He's, he's amazing. And this is the end. Like. I'll, oh yeah. Anything he does with Seth Rogen, you can pretty much sign me up for. I don't take Seth Rogen much on his own. Yeah. But with James Franco, that's a I loved, blend I love. I love this is the end. Also because I really love Jay Baruchel. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, 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 did you ever see The Magician's Apprentice? Yes. I don't know how people don't like that. And he's great. <laughs> he's also great in um, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. 
Yes, we went to, so it's funny because like it was one of those movies where my dad was in town. He's like, I'll take you to a movie. And I was like, cool. And he's like, this movie. And I was like, okay. I was like, eh, I don't know, but I'll go see it because my dad wants to see it. I was like, this movie is awesome. It was a great movie. The Magician's Apprentice. I think it's, yeah. I have it on DVD downstairs. I love that movie. Yeah, it's Nick, great. Nick Cage is. Yeah, it's one of those like Nick Cage movies where he's really good. Yeah, well, he's, he's insane, but he's good. Like he, he plays an understated character. Yeah. So his overacting. Just works so much better. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I could, I could probably watch Jay Jay Baruchel in anything. Yeah, in Fanboys. Yes. Fan, like I, I love him. He's hilarious. And, and him and Seth Rogen are good together too. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, no. Pretty much anyone and Seth Rogen. I just don't take <laughs> Seth Rogen. Like, no Seth Rogen. By no, no, himself, like Zach but... and and make a porno. I can do that, but I can't do like just when it's Seth Rogen piece. It's yeah. Not, because I even yeah. like Green Hornet. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So the other piece of news that I said that was maybe, maybe bad. going to be. Yeah, but going to happen. Uh, James Cameron recently expressed some interest in revisiting Terminator again. Because why the hell not, right? We haven't done that enough. Uh, so the last one came out like two years ago? Oh, but he's got a great idea now. Oh, okay. Maybe he could reboot the Terminator. Reboot. Yeah, because we've learned so much. Two things. One, making more Terminator movies is always good. Because they and make money. Two, uh, remaking Arnold movies is good. Yeah. Neither, neither one of those things has ever worked in the history of uh, movie <gasps> making except for <laughs> T, T2. Yeah. That's that's the one time it works. Yeah. Well, I feel like at this point, if they were going to make more, they would have to reboot it because their time travel can make everything so messy. And they've already kind of gone back and rewritten and done other things and gone back over with the characters. So I feel like if they did that anymore, it would be weird. Yeah, I think they should actually, not to keep beating this drum, the monkey movies. The monkey movies? I think that's where they should start. Just reboot it, but not. let's not focus on Arnold coming back to do stuff. Let's not focus on the T-800. Let's focus on the development phase. Yeah. And the whole one is like the first Apes movie where... James Franco develops Caesar. The, yeah. Caesar does his thing. Like, it's the guy building Skynet. Skynet, yeah. And then the end of the movie is Skynet becoming aware of, like, launching all the missiles. And turning into Doctor Who. Yeah, and they can play, like, <laughs> how, they can play Hallelujah in the background. <laughs> hallelujah. Like, you know. And it'll blow up the world. and Or blow up all the missiles. And not yeah. really blow up the world. But Skynet's smart, so it's like, we took all your weapons away, humanity. Uh-huh. And then everyone's just outside, and then that's when you see like the first machine, like Ultron, its way out, like still, Ultron, its way more out, more still clunky and just like yeah. putting itself together. And Skynet's just like done it, and you just see the red eye, just like vroom, and then it cuts. I think that would be, get people into the idea of a new one because yeah. you can't remake Arnold, and you no. can't remake Terminator one or two. You can't keep doing the same characters over and over again. And you're not reconning at this point; you're just making it worse. Yeah, you're just making it worse. There's no. Making this better at this point. You've you've already twisted things. The rubber band is going to snap. Yeah. It's too much. Like, that's the thing. They're going to have to abandon pretty much the entire... Everything that they've done with it so far and focus on something completely different. If right. Well, I mean, you don't have to go... I don't think you have to go completely different. I don't want to... I'm not going to pitch the movie, but, like, you can go with Miles Dyson. Yeah. Right? He comes in and he... Because of the events in the last movie, he now does develop. Yeah. Okay, boom. That's it. That's all we need to borrow from the last movies is Miles Dyson exists. The timeline was somehow reset to where at least his project is still going forward at the normal rate. Thus, Judgment Day. Yeah. Ends with Judgment Day happening. Then the next movie, you you have the War for the Planet of the you know yeah of the T eight hundreds. That's when War you for get, the Planet of the T eight But then people have either bought in or the idea is no good, and you don't make another one. Yeah. And you have a decent movie that doesn't feature a lot of robots. I don't think that's bad. I mean, no. the, the thing about the first few Terminator movies that were good were they had less robots. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it seems stupid that James Cameron would want to reboot or recon or redo. Yeah. that's It's not Terminator. really his thing. It's not. It doesn't. Like, granted, he does like doing, like, the big, huge scope. Like, well, I mean, it's his thing, but I just. Yeah. 
Isn't he having, like, isn't he busy with other movies? Yeah, he's got to make Avatar, like, yeah, five. Yeah, he's got to, like, is, isn't it taking him three years Titanic to make a movie? Two. Titanic 2. Mm. <laughs> he's too uh, busy. Do something else, James Cameron. Yeah, and well, he wants to make alien stuff, too. Like, he's, apparently he's like, I'm not as successful, he's not as successful as he once was. And he realizes, he's like, you know what I should do? Everything. Just, I'll go back to the franchises <laughs> I made that were really good and people love. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to keep cranking them out. And I think that's not a great idea. Uh, trying to think. Hold on one second. We, we can switch gears, I guess, to some uh, superhero news real quick. Sweet. Always like the superhero news. Uh, you said earlier you're not super familiar with Cloak and Dagger. I know them a little bit. I didn't know they were making a movie or a TV show about them. Yeah, it's on Freeform. At, yeah, uh, it's I think an it's ABC, ABC form. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think. I think Audrey, yeah, Audrey Joseph is the guy. The, neither one of these people has been anything I've, I've ever seen. And then Olivia Holt are the actor and actress that are yes. going to be Cloak and Dagger. Cool. I think the girl has been in some Disney Channel stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, I saw that when I Googled her because I Googled both of them, but I didn't do like research. I just looked and was like, nope, yeah. never seen any of that. So the only thing I'm worried about is that ABC Freeform is like a very family friendly. Well, that's the station. idea is that it's supposed to be. I mean, because they're both very young. Well, yeah, but wasn't the whole thing with like didn't they develop their superpowers because they were drug addicts? I don't think we're gonna get. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get cloak the, and dagger. The, actuals. the cloak and dagger we get. I, I think it more than anything, it'll either end up being a love story, but I think it'll be more of a procedural. Okay. Well, like it's fine gonna, if it's a love story because that's the whole point. But but like, Tyrone they, and Tandy. Yeah, they're like the uh, they're they're like the big interracial couple. Yeah. In comic in the the whenever I think it was, I'm trying to remember when they first came out, but I don't I don't remember. Uh, in the 1980s, I think in Spider Man. Yeah. If uh, I'm sitting here. And I'm racking my brain because I was actually going a different way thinking of their story if they were in Marvel Knights. And I think it was an appearance in Marvel Knights that I really liked. Yeah. Uh, where, it, maybe not Marvel Knights, but the, the story arc was that Tyrone had gone off on his own. Uh-huh. Uh, he had just kind of become angry. And so he yeah. was striking out. And he was going back. I think it had to do with like his brother or something and some things that happened from back in the day. Anyway, he was going, and it's them trying to find him. Yeah. And so Tandy's searching for him, and she runs into all these other characters. I think that would be kind of interesting if they yeah. weren't, if like, the first Cloak and Dagger story arc is not them together. That would be interesting. Just because you, I mean, they, you'd see them together on screen a yeah. lot, but he would just, like, cloak whenever he, you know, he pulls people into another dimension. dimension. And yeah, transport through. them somewhere else. So he can do that. That's his power. And then I don't, I mean, both their powers seem pretty dark for free form. That was mine. Yeah. First kind of, he was like, well, so daggers, maybe spiritual daggers are going to like, I guess. And then <laughs> you're going to suck people into the, you know, the phantom zone. And yeah. Also, I don't know if he can pull off that hairstyle. <laughs> and, uh, Candy's costume has a lot, like, a it's, massive amount of cleavage. Yes. It's very, very sexy. So I don't know how that's going to work on a it'll family channel. It'll probably be, I'm guessing it'll probably be, be toned down. Yeah, she's just going to wear a lot of white and very tight, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm also, I'm a little, I would be a little disappointed if they completely changed their backgrounds or their origin stories. But I guess I would also understand if they decided not to well, I think they make them drug addicts. I just don't think you're going to get them... Doing drugs on As on hardcore screen. as they were. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't think you're going to get a record room for a dream sequence. Yeah. No. Uh, Not on reform. No. Which is kind of sad because I feel like this would be an, a, would have been a good opportunity to put on Netflix yeah. too. Yeah. It would have been a good dark story. It can't Because I think that they could have made it really, really dark. Especially because now I think... I'm pretty sure it was Marvel Knights and somebody's probably screaming at me. No, it wasn't. But anyway, uh, they're featured in there. And the Defenders that they have are actually closer, of course, to Heroes for Hire. But with Daredevil being added and Jessica Jones being part of the actual force and not just associated with them and the Punisher and everything. It's really close to Marvel Knights. Yeah. So I feel like they should. Have done it that way. Yeah, it would, yeah. It would definitely, I don't know, it would have added more for me as a comic book fan to see them, one, named Marvel Knights. And two, 
to have a darker tone cloak and dagger. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. There might be a superhero for Fox coming yeah, out. Yeah, let me... Let me <laughs> well, we know that Legion's about to premiere. Yes. So that should be interesting. That looked really, like... I didn't know much about Legion. I had to, like, look into him a bit. But he's a really fascinating character. Oh, Legion? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. See how we'll it works. We'll see. I'm not... Fox has released a pilot, uh, or not released, they've ordered a pilot okay. for a live-action X-Men series. Really? This is what I'm uh, told by the Ooh. internets of old. I hope so. Fox orders live X-Men. Hmm. Don't know. According to this, uh, I'm looking at Slash Film right now, and it came out like two days ago, five days ago, so Yeah. Don't know anything about it except that there's an X-Men television series. And the pilot may be directed by Brian Singer of prior X-Men fame. Ooh, okay. So that's a hit or miss for me. But, yeah, yeah, um, Hmm. he's, you know, he gave us some of the best ones. Yeah. So I can't, I can't be mad because I I like his, he did X-Men X2. Yeah. Days of Future Past? Yes. Apocalypse? Yes. Yeah, he comes in after the first yes. guy shits the bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. uh, he's like, I know all this. So he's a good one. I, you know what? Since we may not ever get a Gambit movie. Right? Yeah. What <laughs> happened with that? Um, I, don't know, I think they're waiting for Chenum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's chest hair to grow back or something. Oh. I don't know. Channing Tatum. He's I, I really wanted to see him as Gambit. Yes, I, I like did too. Be, I think he would be great. I think he would be great. I know people don't like that cast. So, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it, he'll, he'll be great for it. I just want it to happen so that I can see it with my own eyes. Um, but a TV show, so I think that'd be great. I love the X-Men, so I, I'd love to see more of them. Like when I was younger, I watched the, you know, you watch the original X-Men cartoon series. Yeah. And then... X-Men I think Evolution this probably, I was think this, pretty good. I think this will probably be in the same vein of yeah. like X-Men 92. Yeah. I just feel that way because the, the little brief thing here says that they actually, it's going to take place in a world where people know of mutants and are okay. afraid of them and hate them. So that's pretty standard yeah. with the 92 or I the would, basic story you know about mutants. I would love to see too, like the, um, the it's like the X-Men, the, the young X-Men Section or X Men, uh, Young X Men with the second volume where it's like uh, it focuses around Surge and uh, oh, younger kids in school. Maybe, but I'd really like to move away from the school. Like, can we just get the X Men? Like, we have an Agents of Shield kind of version of the X Men. That would be kind of neat. Too. I would like. Let's if we could have a small screen Cyclops, uh, Jean Grey, Beast, maybe a Wolverine, maybe yeah. not a Wolverine. Yeah, I could, well, we I could get, live with or without. We put the core X-Men down there. You know, Jubilee, let her get some screen time. Yeah. Gambit, since we don't have these people set up anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't mind... The reason why I wouldn't mind having it be, like, that other the other generation is because we, we've gotten to see all these other X-Men and stuff before, but we haven't... There's so many more of them. Yeah. Or they I mean, might skip to, like, the, the whole Utopia business. I don't think you can just jump in, but maybe you could. Maybe you could. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see because TV series lend themselves to ARC. And earlier you yeah. were talking about M-Day and stuff. Yeah. I think you can do that easier in the TV series than you can do that in the movie. Yeah, Like, definitely. that's a season finale. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a rough season finale. How, you, could do how, you could do House of M. You could do <sighs> Decimation so Day. Like, I, that's a, the thing. Like, I hated that. Like, I hated that they suddenly took... All of these mutants had suddenly they were no longer powered. Like they didn't. I hated that. The idea of, I guess that's that's why the like the idea of uh, these superheroes that you you've grown to love suddenly don't have powers anymore. I, and it's just like, oh, you feel like you just got your heart ripped out a bit. You know, a lot of people hate it, but I would love to see onslaught. Ooh, uh, yeah, appear in some form. And I think this is a good TV series with low budgets, like. You're going to get a lot of bang for your buck with Sentinels. Yeah. And big CGI villains. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that'd be cool. Or, or, you know what? You could do the the Shi'ar Empire. Like, yeah. You could do you could do a lot of stuff. It would be mm-hmm. kind of cool. I'd like to see some uh, Limbo stuff. Like, maybe with magic and... Yeah. No, that would be cool. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. 
And I'd love to see Pixie, but that's just because she's my favorite. And she hasn't been in anything yet. What so was, like, was the chick in first class Pixie? No, she was Angel. Oh, was she Angel? She's like, there's Spitfire, right? Yeah, she, she's, uh, yeah, I don't know if she has like, a, a, that's like her name name is Angel. So right. I'm not sure if she had a like pseudonym or anything like I that. I don't know. I thought it was really weird that Darwin was in there. I liked him in there. But he's a super new X-Men. Well, super new to me. Like 10 yeah. years old now. But, um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's, she, they're very close, but uh, Angel has the, she's like, um, I remember the first comic book she was in because my, I got one, I got it for my friend back in like junior high. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, she's supposed to spit, like, dissolving, she has dissolving spit and she has fly wings. Maybe we could get Lockheed. Lockheed would be pretty sweet. I'd love to see the tiny little dragon. Yeah. I like to see Devil Dinosaur. I love Devil Dinosaur. I could always use more more Kitty Pride. Yeah, so. no, that's why I was. I'm sitting here and I'm, they got the big, you know, classic poster <laughs> from like the Pizza Pullout X Men '93 edition, uh, and I immediately was struck by the fact that Psylocke hasn't. Olivia Munn did her thing, right? It was yeah. Olivia Munn. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was okay with that. It's okay. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, for what it was. But the film wasn't the greatest for her character. For her character, right. Because there wasn't much development there. But Rogue, I think, has got the short end of the stick in, like, every X-Men. Yeah. Like, other... Like, she she has an interesting character in, like, the very first one. And I, I liked her okay there. But we haven't really seen much of her since. Yeah, you know why, though? Because she hasn't been on screen with Gambit. That's true. And I really feel like that's... That's what everyone loves about Rogue. No one's like a huge Rogue fan just because they like Rogue. But they love that love story. That love story really love where story. they can't touch. Yeah. She's trying to do good but probably is bad. He's bad but he's trying to do good. Because he likes her, yeah. And he, you know, like that. Also, Gambit has a, a ton of uh, good story arcs. Yeah. Like the tithing and his Belladonna and his the Thieves Guild and the yeah. Assassin's Guild. I love all of that is great uh, stuff that I could stand to see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I'm interested in a TV show. No matter what they do with it, I'm going to watch it. So, um, yeah. I love X-Men. I, well, I hope we at least get to see the pilot, even if they don't pick it up. Yeah. And yeah. I think it will depend on how Legion does this next, Probably, like, this month. Yeah, see how it does with that. See if, if, it, if it's popular enough. But I think that because Legion is kind of a not well-known hero. Yeah. I think that definitely the X-Men would have more pool and more interest because it's so popular. Yeah, but I feel like for Fox, it's a bigger gamble. That's true. Because I think they know the X-Men's done on the big screen for a while. Yeah. So maybe come play down here and then go back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably let Marvel finish out their run. Yeah. Finish phase. You know, like all their phases are done. Their apocalypse, or not, their apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Thanos has done his thing. Yeah. We've got the Infinity War over with now. Then they'll they'll maybe bring That's it back. smart, because I yeah. think, uh, like I said, I fully suspect Wolverine to die. Oh, yeah. Wolverine dies, and you bring the X-Men to the small screen. We're waiting. Yeah. We are waiting. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we, we'll hear news, but I doubt we see anything in the next three to four years. Yeah, probably not. not nothing big. And we will chill out and enjoy our big screen Marvel. Yeah. And then that, that'll help tie us over till they finally Well, oh, no, I don't think anyone's dying for another X-Men movie. Not movie, no. I'm really interested in a TV show. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm interested in TV shows. Um, I've slowly changed my mind from, like, movies are superior to TV shows. You can get more in a... You, like, it's just more story. It has a lot to do with the... Uh, they've changed over the years. Yeah. Where they're more episodic. And I like that. And yeah. that, that's American TV because, like I said, uh, Doctor Who, I've always felt that way about. They have long runs. Yeah. And British TV does. But the other thing is, like, I used to um, used to go over to my friend's house and they had the Jade Network. Mm-hmm. And so that was all the Asian channels back in the day. Nice. So we'd go over and, the, you know, the old ladies would be playing Mahjong or cards or whatever. Smoking in the back, and we'd be up front, we'd watch the TV, and their shows are incredibly long. Yeah. I mean, you get like 120 hours. Wow. And the story is told like over this entire period. So we use like the whole thing. It's like a soap opera, yeah. but it's not soap opera It's, it's not episodic. It's, it's a TV 
It's yeah, it's a saga. I mean, yeah. it is episodic. They tell it in, right. but you have to watch the whole thing to know how it ends. How it ends, yeah. And I like that. And American TV started to go more towards that, where mm-hmm. like Gotham carries through, and it's not bookends. I mean, there are stopping points and there are finales and mid seasons, yeah. but it's not just over. And if we want to pick it up, we can't. I hate that. Yeah. That's the thing with that I'm liking with like Netflix and these kinds of places that are yes. producing their own TV shows because they don't have to worry about well if it doesn't get enough ratings it's it's not we're not going to be able to finish it it's like because the way Netflix runs their stuff it's like we don't really work on ratings we work on subscriptions so as long as we're still we getting, all, they already have the money in the yeah bank they already they have the money so it's like. It's, that's why I'm really glad that they're doing a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, I tried watching it. It wasn't for me. No, that's fine. But I didn't. Really, I didn't dislike it. I yeah. just it, I I watched it and I was like, this is not my thing. Yeah, I like so I've read all the books and I read them all again right before it came out. Uh, the I I really liked it. Like there were some changes in it, but not in a way that I think disrupted it. They they added in a whole subplot that kind of introduced the whole like secret society a little bit quicker. Which was a little bit disappointing. I was hoping they would make it more of a surprise until later on in the series, kind of like how it was in the books. But it's still fine, and I'm hoping that they use that subplot to answer a lot of the unanswered questions that were left in the book, hmm. the books. Because there was a lot of stuff that after the books were over, it's like, that, that didn't answer this, that didn't answer this, what happened to this pe- these characters, what happened to this person, well, what's going on? So um, I'm hoping that they answer, they use it to answer those questions and um, really give us. But uh, yeah, so far I'm, I'm really happy with how this series is going. I can't wait to see the next seasons. I think they're going, they're planning on doing two more seasons, each with ten episodes instead of eight, so that they can keep giving each book two hour long, two hours, two two episodes, two hour long episodes, and uh, right. um, yeah. So I think it's. I, I, I liked it, so I can't wait to. Seinfeld see had a eight episode first season. I really, think. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of trivia that I just pulled out of my head that yeah. may is probably wrong. Probably wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. So I'm. I'm. That's the thing. Like I'm. I'm more into those TV shows that I'm not gonna have. To, I'm not gonna get invested in, and then they're gonna be like, oh. We... Oh, the the Netflix binging is. Yeah. Is it's... definitely the up the upscale the upsell for me like. So there's so many times if you didn't if you didn't watch uh, some of the later episodes where um, Count Olaf character several times breaks the fourth wall to mention how much better it is to stream videos in your own home than it is to go to the movies oh, or watch right. TV with all those commercials and it's like <laughs> it's great because it's just one of those moments where like they just did that oh my god that's fun <laughs> I actually like the Jim Carrey one I do like that's the thing I like the Jim Carrey movie too um. I thought that Jim Carrey did amazing as Count yeah. Olaf, and I think that Neil Patrick Harris also does amazing. I as did Count like Olaf. his his was my it, I that was the favorite part. I watched like the first two episodes. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, uh, the rest is kind of iffy for me, mm-hmm. and it just it was slow, and I could see where it was going. It's very slow, and also it just was uh, I don't know maybe a little too Tim Burtony for me. Okay, I can get that. And it's, so the it's style. not the story; it's the production. Yeah, yeah. it's the production values. And yeah, stuff. I just. Not my. Not it's my very bag. stylistic, and it's. Um, it's well done. Yeah. Like I, I looked at it, and I was like, "That's great," but it reminded me of, like Big Fish or something. Yeah, and you're like, "Hey, that's that's fine." You I watched Tim Burton. Yeah. I mean, no offense to it. It's, I don't know if it's good or not. It just wasn't for me. I, that's lots fair. of things I watch. Anyway, we're we're gonna end. <laughs> we're gonna end. We're gonna end on something near and dear to my heart. Okay. They are seemingly. Moving forward with the reboot of Highlander. Okay. In a move that I find ignorant and dumb. Oh, and no. <laughs> they have announced... Oh, well, the guy that did John Wick, one of the guys that did John Wick... It, is doing... Is, is in charge of this, supposedly. Yeah. And, or he is not supposed to. Uh, so he's in charge. And he said that he started watching the TV show and he watched the other movies. He... he Got into Highlander. Now, I don't know if he was a Highlander fan or he just got into Highlander. Okay. Highlander's now on his palate. He likes it. He's into it. He's and he said, oh, there's a lot of mythos and all these different stuff going on. And he wants to reboot Highlander, but he wants to bring in all of that. Okay. I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I know what it means overall. Like, I could think of all the 
the different immortals and story arcs and time periods and loves and law characters and the Raven, uh, the Watchers. Like, there's tons of stuff. Yeah. Not so sure that I would bring it all in. The Highlander works because of what it is. It's a cult movie. Mm-hmm. Everything's going for it. My love of Christopher Lambert is, of course, there. Clancy Brown is an amazing villain. It just, you know, Sean Connery. Yeah. It works because it works. It's one of those 80 things. Where, like As the Irish Spaniard. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> or just, Scottish Spaniard. Yeah, it's not Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Like, yeah. it works <laughs> because... It works. It's, it's like looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and realizing that he can't pronounce anything correctly right. to an American <laughs> ear. To an American <laughs> ear. But it, it doesn't matter. John, John Kimball works. Yeah. Last Action Hero works. Everything works. His, his cheesy one-liners. Mm-hmm. So you think that as a modern-day movie, bringing in all of the mythos from the TV show and the movies, it's going to be too much and not really work out as well? I don't think it'll be Highlander. Oh, okay. I think it'll get the blockbuster treatment. Mm. I think the guy that made John Wick could do it. I think somebody that gets a big budget can't. I don't think this is a movie you make with a big budget. It doesn't need $100 million to be done right. Well, see, and that's the same thing that you can say with pretty much all of those older movies, like the 80s action or cult movies that we all love today. They made them with, like... Barely any budget. But that's the whole point is like they weren't because they weren't built around the spectacular of it. Yeah, they were built no, the around. the spectacle is. Yeah. Not the story. Like those guys ran live car batteries up their arms to like make <laughs> sparks fly between the swords. No, you say that, but like that that's makes, what they that, did, makes yeah. that makes a tense, you know, that, that gives one realism to it. gives it some ten- intensity from mm-hmm. the actors. Yeah. And you take that out when you're like, okay, so we're going to CGI it in and you're going to do this and he's the bad guy and you're immortal. Christopher Lambert's in, insane inability to know English, <laughs> his blindness, and, and just his acting. Like, it gives so much to that role. Right. I don't think you can just steal somebody and put him in it. The fact that I think that uh, Clancy Brown just knew... A, he's like a, he's a solid, he's in every, you know, from Starship Troopers, uh, Gorilla Grodd from like The Flash. He's, yeah. He's a character actor. He's been in a billion things. He's great. But he knows what this film is. And he just, as a Kurgan, just goes balls out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's just having fun with that yeah. role. So I'm like, where do you find somebody that does, does that, that now? I don't, I don't know that you can. Yeah. Where do you find somebody who, despite not knowing English... Is still be able to spawn a franchise that goes on till this day. That's being rebooted. Yeah. Thirty years later, I don't know. Does it? Does it need to be rebooted? Rebooted? I mean, it needs to be remade. Okay. I think if not shot for shot, but if you update it enough, mm-hmm. so that you take out the dated things, yeah. like a proper remake should. Then yeah, then it'd be fine. It it would be fun. Like yeah. you could change how. Of course, you need texting and cell phones solve problems in movies. Add yes. that in to do it. Okay. No one, you know, the clothing gets outdated. The music gets outdated. But that's also part of the appeal. It's part of the charm of it. Yeah. Is the music doesn't get outdated with Highlander because the entire soundtrack is Queen. Yeah. That Princess of the Universe <laughs> is like the best song, theme song ever made. Uh, so I don't know. Flash Gordon gives it a, a run for its money. Yeah. But anyway, no, they're remaking it. I highly disapprove. Aw, womp womp. Gets Desmond's thumbs down. I just disapprove that they're remaking it, rebooting it. Yeah. Uh, Remaking would be fine. Rebooting is not. And the fact that they want to bring in some of the stuff from the TV show, the later seasons of the TV show are a grind. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the TV show, and I've only seen the- I think it's on Hulu. I've seen the first Highlander movie. Yeah. The second one is balls out insane. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, I love it for its insanity. And the Renegade cut, there's so many cuts of this movie, mm-hmm. is actually really decent. Because it turns out, since you don't know, they uh, the Immortals are Connor Ages. Yeah. And anyway, one day the Immortals show up. It turns out Michael Ironside is one of them. Uh, Sean Connery shows back up. Uh, they're aliens. Oh. Exiled from another planet. They come to Earth. Oh, that changed. <laughs> 
And so, yeah, that <laughs> insanity happens. And so, anyway, he kills another immortal and the quick thing comes and he goes from being an old hunched over man to being Connor McLeod. Oh my gosh. And he of course (laughs) has to fight the bad guys to save the planet because the ozone's been screwed up and they have a machine to save the planet and Well that sounds like a wild ride. It is. (laughs) And the third one he fights uh, an ancient sorcerer played by uh, Mario Van Peebles. So Okay. Of New Jack City fame. Sweet. Anyway I just (laughs) Uh, there, there's so many of there's more I could I can write, I could we could do I could do a whole podcast not just an episode a whole podcast oh, yes. about Highlander uh, about Highlander and Highlander mythos and that, that's just the movies <laughs> the series would uh, I'd need a YouTube channel and yeah I could watch every one of them and break them down uh, <laughs> we, one day kids when I win the lottery that'll happen you'll just all you'll get is me and Highlander all day every day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll walk around in a trench coat and start wearing <laughs> jeans with white shoes, and I'll use the sword as a pointer. Yeah, and be like, like you'll notice in this this moment, there can only be one. Yeah, that's right. That's how it ends <laughs> every time. Every time. Ugh. Anyway, speaking of ending. <laughs> speaking of ending, I think uh, this is about. We, we are we are done. Yes, we have exhausted all of our topics. We talked about sad things, good things. Awkward things. Everything. Everything. And that, that pretty much, I think, sums up the year that it's yeah, been for us. for this first month. And for the whole year that we've yeah, been podcasting. Yeah, no, for the whole year that we've been podcasting. Yeah. We, we talk about random things. We talk about focused things. We talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Just whatever flies through the door anymore. Yep. Whatever there is to stop, talk about, we'll talk about it. That's our job. Yeah. Bringing you the newest in nerd. Boop, boop, boop. Anyway, as always, you can find us online. At Nerdtastic Four Pod or on Facebook, you can yeah. find us on Twitter too, or not Twitter, on iTunes. Five star reviews. We do have a Twitter as well, but yeah. if I, you I want to listen to us, oh, we already said Twitter. No, I, said Twitter. I don't know. Uh, it happens. Just, just like us twice on Twitter. Yeah, follow <laughs> us, follow us, and then follow us again. Don't yeah. unfollow us though. If you do, if you click it twice, you'll unfollow. Don't yeah, do that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> um, as always, we give a big shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Woo. You can find a link to all those shows in the show notes, the description, whatever you want to call it, for this episode and online. If you find us, you will find them. Yes. And they're a great set of shows. They have supported us greatly over this first year, and we appreciate each and every one of them. They're awesome. Not enough to say all their names right now because I'm tired and hungry, right. but <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, the love is there. I guess that means until next time. Until next time. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.